0: Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe. And I'm Solomon izanga Shams in
1: Johannesburg, South Africa.
0: Well today, more from Liverpool legend John Barnes, who gives his advice to talented young players on how to be successful.
2: When you see and all of these kids who love Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, what they don't see is the work that goes into to what they have to do to be to, to make it to the top when we see people at the top we just assume they wake up and all of a sudden they're fantastic and they're brilliant when you see messi and ronaldo playing the way they do you don't see what goes into their work monday to friday to make sure that they can maintain that
0: also we look at how football stars like barnes deal with being famous and knowing their identity we get the views of john barnes and of zambia international jacob mulenga I had nothing to lean on, and I learned I can't lean on my parents. But first, with less than 11 weeks to go to the start of the FIFA World Cup, the position of Nigeria coach Stephen Keshi has once again come under the spotlight. Nigerian media has been speculating that Keshi might be replaced by a foreign coach, although the Nigeria Football Federation says that Keshi's job is not under threat. Now, Keshi qualified Togo for the 2006 World Cup, but was fired and replaced by German Otto Fister three months before the World Cup finals in Germany. Keshi said a few days ago that he knows that you can be hired one day and fired the next, and that if someone else is brought in to replace him, so be it. Well, Solomon, is Keshi going to keep his job and lead Nigeria at the World Cup in Brazil?
1: yes Steve I think uh, Keshi deserves to keep his job you know coach Stephen Okechuku Keshi has been a great steward for Nigeria as a player and also as a coach I think uh, he has done so well he did so well with Nigeria also I think the 2002 World Cup you know they he qualified at Nigeria with coach Amadu Shaibu together joined coaches they qualified Nigeria but they were uh, kicked out and which is a very regular thing in Nigeria Where a coach and uh, maybe you are successful or not you know you get kicked out and i think right now there's a lot of issues around his coaching ability this is going to be the first time that he's going to be going to the world cup as a coach and also there are uh, the also the issue of a few players like osaze domingue and also uh uche kalu uh, who are not included in the team currently they haven't played for nigeria for about a year or over a year right now but i think steve keshi steven keshi deserved to be Nigeria's coach at the FIFA World Cup in Brazil at the finals he deserved to be there and I think with him as the coach he's definitely going to make sure that Nigeria do well in the finals uh, to be able to hopefully get to the quarterfinal he has been with these players uh, for quite a long time now you know about two years and he's been with them he knows them very well he has brought a lot of other unknown players and I think is great uh, the kind of crop of players that he has currently and uh, Bringing another coach to take over just about 11 weeks before the World Cup, I think, is not really a good. uh, is definitely not going to be a good decision.
0: Well, thanks, Solomon. You can give us your views on this on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. Do you think Stephen Keshi will lose his job or will he end up taking Nigeria's Super Eagles to the World Cup Finals in June? Uh, Last week, we were asking if you agree with John Barnes that a wrong mentality caused by a lack of commitment to national teams by Africa's European-based stars is affecting the performance of Africa's national teams. And Sarjondin Dinkata posted, saying that he agrees with the convincing views put forward by Barnes. Our Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. That is all one word. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like our page. Now let's hear more of our interview with Liverpool legend John Barnes, who was here in Zimbabwe for a short visit recently. Barnes won two league titles with the Reds in 1988 and 1990. He played for England 79 times, including at two World Cups, and went on to coach the Jamaica national team. Barnes spends a lot of time in South Africa, where he works as an analyst for continent-wide satellite TV broadcaster Supersport, so he has a good understanding of African football. Africa, who dream of breaking into a successful career at the top. And Barnes was asked what his advice is to youngsters around Africa. Well, the advice I give not just children in Africa,
2: because obviously I'm from Jamaica and I go
0: to Southeast Asia
2: and I go to a lot of con- developing countries whereby they have lots of challenges, is the same advice I give to my children, you know, to be, to be dedicated, to, to be disciplined. Um, yes, we need talent, but everybody doesn't have the same talent. Everybody has a talent, but it's not the same talent. And to make it to the top, you just need to be disciplined, to be dedicated, to have the right attitude, the right mentality, and to have your preparation. I always say to the, I say to my own kids, and I'm very fortunate that I was able to give them a fantastic education, and there are two doctors in my family. And but th- that's the environment they were they were brought up in, and they still had to maximize their potential. And I say your preparation is the most important thing. When you see and all of these kids who love Cristiano Ronaldo, or Lionel Messi, what they don't see is the work that goes into to what they have to do to, be, to, to make it to the top. When we see people at the top, we just assume they wake up and all of a sudden they're fantastic and they're brilliant. When you see Messi and Ronaldo playing the way they do, you don't see what goes into their work Monday to Friday to make sure that they can maintain that. Very much like when you take exams, there's preparation to take the exam. You don't pass the exam on the day you take it. You pass the exam in your preparation leading up to it. So the preparation is the most important thing. The discipline and the preparation for you to be successful as, as people, as human beings, um, goes through all all parts of life, football, anything you want, not just football, anything you want to do in life and, for children, any occupation you want
0: to go in, you have to be dedicated and you have to have the right preparation and the right desire and the right discipline. That's John Barnes there and Solomon. His message is clear that in life you don't just need talent, you need hard work, commitment, dedication and discipline, among other things.
1: Definitely, Steve. I agree with John Barnes. Sometimes you get the talent that is very raw and very fresh, very talented players. But you need the major ingredients to be able to make sure the talent works for you, which is commitment, dedication, discipline, and among other things. John Barnes made a mention of two of the best-known football players in the world, Ronaldo and also are messy Messi, uh, just the level that they play. They don't just appear on the pitch and, and begin to perform the way they perform. And African players need a lot of that. Young African players need a lot of that. There's no time to be laid back, no time to uh, hold on. There's, you have to just keep working harder and harder and harder. There are a lot of talented African players and the moment they move to Europe or the moment they begin to earn a lot of money, some of them just uh, don't perform so well. And you need to make sure that you are, out there week in week out doing your best because a footballer's career is very short and you need to make sure you maximize that you do your best and make sure that you get the best result and that way you're going to be able to show your talent and at the same time be a complete uh, person that is dedicated that is disciplined and also that is very committed to their craft.
0: So it's important to put in the hard work in life in general. Now, next month marks the 25th anniversary of the Hillsborough disaster in Sheffield, England, where 96 people died in a crush during an FA Cup semi-final between Liverpool and Nottingham Forest. Barnes was there and he went through the aftermath of the tragedy, visiting the injured and attending funerals. And Barnes says that for many players, this was a time of thought about what really is important in life.
2: It reinforced my thoughts on life, and why I say that is because I never thought football was the most important thing. And while a lot of footballers will say after Hillsborough, I had to then reevaluate my priorities and really come to the conclusion that you know there's much more important things than football in life. I never thought that football was the most important thing. So I, it, and it reinforced that to me when I saw the reaction of people, and I'm thinking, why are these people all of a sudden thinking that? football was much more important and now they have to think the other way. So I was shocked when so many players were then thinking and I met a lot of players who then thought, oh, you know, it affected me in such a bad way because I just thought that football was the most important thing. I've never thought that. I've always known that there are many more things much more important than, than, than football. So I didn't have to reevaluate. But it also brought home to me how much passion fans have for football because the Liverpool fans were so good and people who had lost their families and lost loved ones still loved the club so much and came to the club and thanked the club for supporting them and it was like, how are you thanking us for supporting you? In many respects, your, your loved ones died because they came to watch Liverpool play, and you're now thanking us for supporting you because they love the club so much. So it really reinforced to me how important football is to people's lives. Now, obviously, from the point of view of a disaster at Hillsborough, which is not a natural thing to happen or a common thing to happen in England, and you see how much love people have. Now, imagine in, in areas of conflict all over Africa and over the world, where this is a regular occurrence, and how much joy football gives people regularly when they go through things like Hillsborough week in, week out.
0: You said you never thought that football was the most important thing in life. What are the most important things to you personally in life?
2: Your family, your friends. I always look at football and my, my life in, in two aspects of it, as a footballer and as a person. And I always say football, a footballer is what I was. It was never who I was. There's John Barnes, the person, John Barnes, the footballer. John Barnes, the footballer, is what I was, so from a professional perspective, everything that goes along with that. But even when I was an 18-, 19-year-old player, John Barnes, who I was, was always separate. Now, unfortunately, what happens a lot is that footballers marry the two. So when you are treated as a superstar footballer, as you are going to be, as I was, I can't then feel that John Barnes a superstar footballer who's treated that way, should be treated that way as John Barnes, the person. The problem we have is when you marry it, to you believe that that's who you are, it causes a lot of problems. So when you see a lot of footballers and a lot of sportsmen generally who get depressed when they finish, it's because when you buy into this whole idea that, that whoever the sportsman is the same as whoever is the person, because you know when you're a sportsman and you finish playing, the next sportsman who comes along is going to be the hero. And you, in many respects, may or may not be forgotten about. Now, if they don't forget about you, fine. But if people forget about you then you have to live a normal life. But if you still walk around the streets believing that you should still be treated as the superstar that you were and you're not, that's when you hear about footballers getting depression and because life is, you know, unfair. So that is why I have a very balanced view on, on, on the way I am. And that is why I always knew. And I knew this from a very early age.
0: That's Liverpool legend John Barnes there on his perspective on life and the question of identity. Uh, Solomon Barnes has a mature perspective there, but it's understandable how many famous football players can struggle with handling fame and the question of what their identity is.
1: Yes, a lot of footballers do struggle, you know, when they begin to get to the end of their career. They now realise that they've been living... uh, a life that is definitely not going to be permanent. They get a lot of accolades, you know, they get a lot of status and they get VIP treatment wherever they get to because they're superstars. People see them on TV, they know them from the pages of a newspaper and through the media. But a footballer's career is very, very short and, and the moment you begin to get the end of that, and if you don't know who you are, your identity should not just be a footballer because your life as a footballer is going to come to an end very soon. I was talking to a friend of mine from Ghana recently, how a Ghanaian footballer is back in ghana right now he was a huge superstar but right now he's back in ghana driving uh, taxis you know just to make ends meet uh, he used to end so you know thousands and thousands of of pounds every week but now you know the money is gone so that's not who you are as an identity you need to look deep inside of you and ask yourself who am i and what do i want to do with my life and hopefully also if you're smart enough learn another skills you know and to be able to say look this is who am i this is what i love outside of football but you need to get a deep meaning of life you need to get to understand what is the role of God in your life. I think that is the first place for us to be able to connect to our identity because God created us. So our identity is tied to that. And if we can connect to him and find out more about him, his love for us, his expectation for us, then we are going to definitely be a better people and we're not going to struggle at the end of our career. Well,
0: thanks, Solomon. Now let's hear from a star footballer who is still playing, a Zambian international, Jacob Mulenga. He turns out, for Utrecht in the Netherlands and he's also asked these questions about identity in his life. He says he finds his identity as a follower of Jesus Christ.
3: I know I'm someone who's extremely blessed and who can do anything in football because I know my strength doesn't come from me exactly. It comes from above so I know what I can do and I know there's no limit to what I can do. That's that's who I am. i I'll be challenged, I'll be criticized, but I've learned how to live with all that, how to be criticized. And it's like, God won't take you to the next level if you don't know how to handle the pressure of being up there. So you really have to learn and you have to know the higher you go, the, the worse it becomes. The higher you go, the worse every time you miss one ball, you have thousands of people calling you names or calling you stupid. Every time you score one goal, you have millions saying you're the greatest.
0: And Mulenga was also asked what difference knowing Jesus makes in his life.
3: It makes uh, uh, the biggest difference ever. Without him, I would be so lost. I would be completely lost. Like, if I didn't have Jesus, I would have stopped football long time ago. I would have just quit a lot of things long time ago. I would have, I would have stopped because I had nothing to lean on. And I learned I can't lean on my parents. And they they even made me understand that to say, listen, you can't lean on us. It's It's just not that way. And I'd always teach my nephews, like, you have God first, you have family, then you have education. Never get it wrong. Once you get it wrong, you're setting yourself up for a big disappointment. So for me, it it means everything.
0: Well, that's Zambia International, Jacob Mulenga, with his views as we've looked today at the question of identity. You can give us your views on this on our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Also, we're asking if you think that Nigeria coach Stephen Keshi is going to keep his job and lead Nigeria at the World Cup Finals in Brazil in June. The Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word. And don't forget to like our page. That's it for today from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams in South Africa. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. You can find the show online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus International Sport Sports Media Production.